Vinicius. What is up, Rose? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to the Crease Dive. It is season three, episode two. We are just wrapping up LaxCon 2020 here in Philly. Jake made the trip up from Atlanta. Uh, I mean, just another successful weekend for the boys. Uh, another successful LaxCon weekend for myself. This was your uh, this was your first time going, so how how was it? First impressions. First impressions. Uh, LaxCon was awesome. Um, you know, it, at least for me, it being my first one, I could understand if you know this is like your. I mean, our our, our buddy Tyler Steinhart uh, for the PLL. He's been. This is his ninth yeah. LaxCon. Or something like that. Ninth time working LaxCon like that. I don't. I. He loves it, but I mean, I can understand him. Maybe somebody gets uh, gets a little tired of LaxCon. Dude, it's it's an aggressive weekend for sure. Um, just because like there's so much going on between vendors, uh, just like the you know all the players that are there for like meet and greets and shit like that. Um, and then you know the demos. That, like there's so much going on, and like I'm a. I, I, I'm more of a. Uh, a fucking loser in 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 life i would say like i, I like to just kind of hang on my couch watch tv or you know if i'm going anywhere it's going to be to like a like a local bar to watch tv um so a lot of stimulation for you know packed into a bit like 36 hours so yeah it's like i like i feel like i need an adult and a nap right now um so i, I can't even imagine doing this nine years in a row but th- while you're there though it's it's an awesome time with awesome people. Yeah, I can't, I, I really can't complain. I, um, I mean, they had, I don't, I don't really know what I was expecting, but they had probably for those who, you know, hopefully if you're listening to this, you, you went, uh, you know, if you weren't, if you weren't there, um, they you're probably had, us. yeah, you're dead to us. First of all, um, they probably had 40 to 50 vendors. Um, a lot of guys doing like some really unique stuff, um, they had a, vir- you know, the virtual, you know, shout out to the virtual goalie guys. That was pretty cool. I was pretty impressed by that. Um, you know, I got to shout out our, our Pearl lacrosse guys. Those are, those are our boys. Uh, they never, with- they never grease. Not even, <laughs> you can try your damnedest to, to make them, they never will grease. You can hold me to that. If actually that's a new challenge. If you're able to get a Pearl lacrosse ball to grease, uh, send a picture of, send a picture of it to us. And if we deem it a greaser, you can come and punch me square in the face. So now Jordy's offering up being punched, which, you know, I think he, he, he tried to do that yesterday with, or today, I guess, at LaxCon. Uh, if anybody would come find us. So thank you, anybody who's at LaxCon listening to this. Uh, thank you for not punching me in the face. I would have arm wrestled you, but the punch in the face thing was a little out of the, out, out of the question. I definitely can't take a punch, so, like, that's a big, that's a big challenge for me to throw that out there because I know for a fact, if I get hit, um, at the very least crying for 15 minutes and at the very worst, either dead or calling the cops. Uh, but you know, like there's so it's crazy because like there, there's so much shit at last not, and not I'm using shit as like an, as a, another word for things. And I'm not saying like it's, it's actual shit, but there's so much shit at LaxCon where it's like, I would have never thought of that. Like so many ideas where it's like, God damn, I wish my brain worked that way because then I could put a little coin in my pocket. Like there was one thing, it's a, you you put a, it's an attachment for like a power drill Hmm. and the attachment then holds a ball and then it's like, 
it comes with like a sandpaper type yeah. of like pad and you just you just drill the ball into the sandpaper so for a ball that greases that wouldn't obviously be a pearl uh but if you have any other ball that does grease it like just sandpapers off the grease like it just all these things where it's like god damn like there are some smart smart people in the lacrosse world and i'm so jealous that they're making money off of that i like you know good for them good for you for making that money but man like i, I wish i had the brain for some of these things because there's like so many things you look at it, it's like how the hell did like how the hell did someone think to do that but then also how didn't i think of that first it's definitely an entrepreneurial mindset there's a lot of guys out there uh chirping up you know uh, pulling you over while you're walking around like, hey, you heard about this? Or, hey, you heard about that? And it's like, well, one guy tried to ask us if, <laughs> I mean, he's the, he asked us if we needed, you know, replacement windows or something like that. So I, I got to respect his hustle. I think he hustle. was at the wrong convention. There was another convention going on at the convention center in Philly at the same time. I think, I have to imagine either he stumbled into the wrong convention or lacrosse people are just window aficionados and we Could just be. we just didn't know it so i mean everybody's broken one with a lacrosse ball before so that's actually a great what way to put that all together yeah that's uh there's the connection dude there is nothing more terrifying than when you're a kid out in the backyard or out wherever you're, you're shooting and you just hear that whoosh, you know like it's you either run because like you're terrified of like whoever's window you just I don't know. You just heart sinks. You run and you pray to God that like no one ever finds you because that is, I would say, top five worst feeling in the world. Oh, definitely. You know, you're you're gonna have to be like, I broke your your window, especially like if it wasn't your own windows, your yeah. neighbors. It's like, ah, well, this neighbor thinks I'm a jackass, so fuck me then. Yeah, I. Uh, so we had in my backyard, we had like a shed that had a window and. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw on the Instagram with uh, so we we were shooting there. STX had uh, one of those inflatable tents set up where you can shoot. Now, if you saw me shoot, you'd see that the accuracy lacking a little bit. So, like, I would just drill this shed constantly. So we put plexiglass there. So, like that that shed was fine. But then our neighbors behind, like, I so we, the way that the net was set up, they had their like garage behind my net and even with a backstop i'd still and by me i'd like my parents would have to shell out money like once a month to replace their windows so uh yeah that actually makes a whole lot of sense now why a glass salesman would be at laxcon because i i just thought he's he's either a filthy pervert liar or he was at the wrong wrong spot uh i mean he could have you know could stepped over there i mean i mean he could have stepped over there and uh you know, cut it up with Austin Kaut, you know, our uh, friend of the pod. Uh, you could have cut, been over there who, who was uh, at LaxCon, but he was actually going to the home, who was it, like home goods convention? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Austin, was selling Austin, paint. I don't know. What it is. Yeah. Austin's just a man of the people. He goes wherever the action's at. So uh, shout out to Austin Kaut. Uh, what, a, what a guy. What a goalie. Uh, what else was going on at last? Oh, so I did just, I brought it up here uh, briefly, and we have to set the record straight here, people, all right? Because a lot of you are bullies online, um, which is just terribly rude and incredibly unheard of, people being rude on the internet. 
you know, I, I never thought that I would once live to see the day where people would be intentionally uh, hurtful and, and say hurtful things on the internet, but here we are. But so on our Instagram, also on our Twitter, yep. uh, so like we mentioned, STX, you know, you, you've all seen the thing, like at the Final Four or whatever, it's that, you know, inflatable kind of tunnel thing. Usually it's, uh, it'll be like a radar gun uh, where everyone can see that I, you know, shoot some muffins at like 65 miles an hour. But this time they had, uh, they had like the targets set up in the net, an accuracy thing. The boys didn't necessarily have the greatest showing of all time. I think I think we could say listen, that. Listen, listen. We are getting up there, all right, in age. All right. You know, it, for me personally, if I don't do at least five to ten minutes of stretching before I run, like, I'm going to have a bad time. So, like, you know, my you know, I wasn't even stretched out. Like, so first of all, neither of us stretched out. We didn't do any calisthenics beforehand. Nothing. No dynamic warm-up. So that was bullshit. Um, and then STX, they, you know, they, they, they like to fuck with you a little bit because they give you, you know, their standard, like, you know, these, these are four sticks you guys can pick up. Cause obviously I, you know, we're both not going to carry around our own stick all day. Like, first of all, I'm not going to fly up with mine. Uh, I just don't want to. Um, and Jordy's simply got too many sticks for him to choose. So uh, you got to pick up one of these one of these sticks, and I I picked up the one. I was like, oh, this one's gonna be fine, and immediately I just started sending them way up, like the, the they're literally strung to throw to the fucking moon. So that's my excuse. Uh, it's a valid one, and everyone uh, out there who you know is like, oh, these these guys stink. Well, you can eat dicks. So. Sorry about it's, it. It's like yelling at someone uh, who like drives a Ferrari for hopping in an 18-wheeler and not being able to take it out of the parking lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were also using Swag Slacks balls, which like, by the way, yeah. Swag Slacks, it's a great product. Awesome. Uh, you know, you can fuck around in your house with them and just, you know, great product. But... Let's let's be real here, people. They don't shoot exactly like a lacrosse ball, so we're out here using sticks that aren't our own, shooting swax slacks, and then also I'm not all that convinced that those targets were regulation size in the first place. So, STX, you, like, you guys did great at Laxon. You, you you know you did a lot of good stuff out there, but you did the boys dirty by making us look like assholes. Because we couldn't drill the targets, but uh, you know, if you want to make it up to us, uh, you can send us some sticks that are strung the way we like, and we can, you know, put in an order. I'm yeah. just saying. And then maybe, maybe we'll we'll have to do a redo of the accuracy contest. And uh, but yeah, so if if it sounds like we're super defensive right now, it's because we are. Because you guys are being jerks on the internet, which. You know, I, I thought that this was a safe space. We, we we love you guys, and we thought that you loved us back. Turns out we've got a bunch of just rude boys and girls on uh, uh, on in, in the comments. Cowards, show your faces. Uh, what else was going on at – trying to think about uh, – I mean, if you were going to LaxCon and, you know, the, the, the dad scene there was pretty heavy. So, like, lots of lax dads, you know, lots of little lax rats running around. Like, that's – you know, I feel like that's the really prime audience. Uh, I got I got a feel from a lot of the lax dads that they weren't really. I mean, they're never satisfied. 
but like they want more out of LaxCon. Like, you know, I, and I was like, on one hand, it's like, great. You get to hear Ryan Boyle talk about, you know, extra man offense. Like, that's fantastic. You can, you can certainly get some out of that. But what do you want? You want fucking Jim Stagnita to talk X's and O's with you? Like, complicated sets and shit like that? Like, you're not, that's not what LaxCon is about. The one thing that I was disappointed about with all the, uh, with all the Lax ads. So it was a uh, unseasonably warm weekend mm. here in, in Philly this past it's weekend. Fine for me. Well, great for everyone, but I would have loved because like there were a lot of dads out there rocking shorts. Now, obviously, because the weather was warm, but I would have loved to like if it was a typical January weekend where it's like, you know, like 30, 34 degrees. I would love to know how many of those dads would still be rocking shorts because I feel like that's a prime time lax dad move. Like you hit, you hit a certain age and you're at like that like certain level of like dadness where you you never throw on pants unless you're you're in the office you know i was i was i didn't see any but i would not have been surprised if there had been like that one guy just saying fuck it wearing the rainbow flip-flops yeah like his just his rainbows that he's had for like three or four years yeah there was i'm sure there was some guys who are extremely close to it but I i didn't get the the honor of the rainbows yeah, but uh, so uh, you know a lot of lot of shorts, but I would love to know if it were colder out, how many more shorts we would see, because that's like the true the true staple of the Laxdad is like you know those early March games where it's like still freezing cold out and the dads just don't give a fuck. They're not in the office. They're wearing shorts. Um, Laxdads. What a what a, what a group of of human beings. Just legends, all of them. And there were plenty of them uh, at the Wings game Friday night, which we were fortunately uh, able to attend. Not a huge deal. We were in the box with Paul, uh, rubbing some elbows, yeah. uh, doing a little Nick, networking. Nick Sakevich there, NLL commissioner. Sandy Brown, MLL commissioner. So Heard like, of him? You know, like all these guys that are you know pretty important in the lacrosse world, and they're like, yo... Who the fuck? Like, get these guys out of here. So, but uh, you know, security at Wells Fargo Center could could definitely use a little bit of work. Um, it def- just blew a hole right in their whole security plan. Yeah, kind of just walked right right into the the other side of the box. We had our own club seats, but we were like, you know, able to, you know, yeah, like go I, hang I, out with our guys. Right? I I never want this podcast to like you know hurt anybody and like have someone like lose their job, mm. but. Like head of security at Wells Fargo Center should probably, for being totally honest, they hit the bricks. Buddy. Yeah, you're you're probably a little underqualified. Other than job. that lady who gave me shit for walking up the stairs without showing her my club ticket. Yeah, she just sat on the wall and just say, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse well, me." Like, listen. Well, whatever. listen. I mean, she's probably been working at that arena for oh twenty years, and she's been dealing with just angry Philly fans for mm. you know her her, or her professional if, career. If the Flyers play there, right? I you know, yeah, I'd be I'd be angry too if my team hadn't won a a Stanley Cup in fifty years. Yeah, Jake, the guy who. Who knows nothing about hockey? Nothing. Just learned this this past weekend that the Flyers have not won a cup in 50 years. So that is going to uh, really, really have a cause a divide in the podcast. So if we take a hiatus sometime soon, uh, it is because we have killed one another. Because that's it's definitely 
That's a great stat. It's really important. Yeah. I'm really going to harp on it. It's like a Yoko Ono moment right there. Uh, but no, that your first your, was that your first uh, Philly sporting event? I know you were here for the PLL championship. Does that count? Philly, yeah, the wings count as a. No, I mean, does the PLL championship count as a Philly, oh, no, Philly no, no, no. sporting event? No, no I mean, it's not, I even, mean, like, maybe, it's not maybe, even one of the main three stadiums. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe yeah, I guess it was, yeah. Yeah, maybe like a little bit with Rambo playing in that game and everything. Oh, yeah. like you could kind of count it, but this was your first Philly sports yeah. ex- experience. Um, you you kind of caught like a, the, the raw end of the deal, though, because mm. the wings, they shit pumped the uh, Vancouver Warriors and you know great for everyone great for the wings wings are buzzing uh you know they they had a tough go last year with a bunch of one goal losses this year three and one right off the bat um and they're just pummeling teams you know Vancouver Warriors again thanks for coming out uh but smell you later also beating the defending champs the Calgary uh Roughnecks but if this were to be a loss I, I think you would have gotten like a more Philly sports experience like that's where you could oh, see yeah. Philly sports fans at their finest because we we don't handle losses well um to say the least but you know it was so you you got to experience a very uh jovial Philly sports crowd which yeah. which is kind of a rarity for the most part I mean there was a lot of things about that game that were a complete rarity to me the amount of pyrotechnics that the wings employ in their uh pregame performance pretty impressive I must say, uh, I know that it's probably causing uh, carbon emissions and like we're just burning up the ozone layer with the amount of pyrotechnics. So like maybe if the wings are listening to this, which I imagine you are, uh, maybe tone it down a little bit, you know, got to save the environment for everyone else. Right. Right. <laughs> grow the game, kill the earth. That's what I always say. Yeah. I mean, you grow the game until there's I, I, I don't know. But, you know, the way they, it was a cool stadium. Um, very cool stadium. The, you know, my frame of reference for stadiums is, uh, it's a little warped, I'd say. Uh, I have Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is, you know, like cream, you know, upper echelon. Uh, we have the Georgia State Stadium is where uh, the PLL was in Atlanta, which is, it's all right. And then the, the Georgia Swarm play in like a, um, nothing like, like a, the... Like a casino? Is that what they play it's, in? <laughs> You would think it's like a casino. It's like a... Well, because the, the Black Wolves play in a casino. Yeah, the no, Black Wolves play in a casino, which is sick. But I'd say they play in like a 20-year-old concert venue. Mm. That's the best way to describe it. So the Wells Fargo Center, I was I was pretty impressed with. Cool little spot. Um, great game. I mean... And uh, the, the highlight of the night, potentially one of the highlights of the season, Yeah. Kevin Crowley, the big cat, uh, scores his 300th career NLL goal and this one right now, like if, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you somehow have not seen this goal, uh, stop whatever you're doing and check it out right now. I mean, the handle that he has on this. So, you know, the big cat cutting through the slot there, cutting through the crease. Ball's coming in from, you know, uh, so he's he's cutting right toward the net. Ball's thrown at him from behind him. He goes one hand over the head, kind of like behind the head, snatches it, pulls it in front of his face, quick little quick little cross hand finish, tuck back at the net. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not I, I don't have I don't have the brains or, you know, the the mouth to give that goal justice for with the words that it deserves. Um, so just go watch the clip, but it was filthy. A filthy, filthy goal. 
that was immediately followed up by another Trevor Baptiste goal. So, um, yeah, the the Tunum is just uh, really figuring it out in the NLL now. So he's just been popping some in the back of the net. But, yeah, that Crowley goal was absolutely disgusting, uh, which brings up a good point here, um, something that we probably should have mentioned earlier in the show. But uh, today's episode will be a, a little – a little different, you know. It was a, a lot of a lot of stuff going on at LaxCon, so it was hard to get people to, you know, kind of give up a few minutes of their day just because you know the schedule is so crazy. But we were able to get Kevin Crowley fresh off of that career goal number three hundred. Uh, followed that with uh, Tohoga Nanakoke, little recurring guest action there. So everyone will get to hear from Hoagie again and see how he's feeling heading into twenty twenty. And then we'll cap things off by talking to Joe Keegs. Of the PLL, so one of the, uh, I, I would say one of the best best brains in the lacrosse world. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I mean, Keeks is, um, I don't even know how to describe him. Like he's uh, he, he's incredibly um, astute, uh, student of the game for sure. Uh, I feel like a fucking coach right now, but like that's there's really no other way to describe him. Like you want the guy on your team. Um, yeah, I mean. God, Crowley's. I'm still. I'm still sitting here. I had to go watch the, the the highlight like just one more time. You know, just just get a little bit more. Um, do you know Crowley is the only? He's the uh, only player ever to be drafted first overall in LL and pro. Uh, we actually talked about that on the crease dive when Kevin Crowley was on the show bef- <laughs> before you came on yeah, board. Yeah, before I so came before on. Before you came on board, but still. Um, I mean, it's a, he was drafted by the Wings in 2011, so that's something that's st- that stood for 10 years. Yeah. So, freak. Absolute freak. Well, did Pat didn't get drafted in the NLL, did he? He did, but he wasn't first he overall. He was first it was, overall. Uh, it's like, he's also drafted to the Philadelphia Wings, so may- maybe one of these days, uh, mm. you know, may- maybe we'll get Pat Spencer just getting... 100 assists a year, and then it'll be Kevin Crowley with 100 tucks. Uh, when he, when Pat's not out just throwing down the meanest dunks you've seen in well, ages. Well, the, the Sixers and the Wings play in the same building, so maybe— You're still on the Sixers thing that Pat's going to go to the NBA. Maybe Pat goes to the NBA, gets picked up by the Sixers. The Sixers need shooters. Uh-huh. So you draft Pat. He's already playing in South Philly with mm-hmm. the Wings, so all he has to do is just— Take off his jersey, swap it out for, uh, you know. You know, let's just say, let's throw him on the Flyers, too. You know, maybe they can make, break their 50-year drought. Listen, Pat Spencer, I know you're listening to this right now, so if you need an agent, I'm uh, not qualified to do that, but I, I think I've I've talked this up enough at this point to at least deserve 5% commish. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get that one going. But, um, oh, yeah, one last thing before we start to throw this over to the interviews. Uh, so keep in mind, you know, this these interviews took place at LaxCon, uh, so it, it was kind of hard to find spots where, like, the, the surrounding noise wasn't going to be too much of an issue, so... If the audio quality is a little janky, like you know that that's just what happens when we, uh, you know, when we have to do some interviews live on the spot like that. So uh, bear bear through some, you know, not so great uh, audio. I don't think, you know, we're we just we're not we're not tech guys, uh, so we don't really know what we're doing in terms of podcast equipment in general. So you know, you guys should probably be used to shitty audio quality. Well, you know, I have to, you know, I have to tell myself I, I technically am a tech guy. But you're not an elect. Are you an? I'm not into like elect into like super. I'm not super like 
hey, I know that microphone is better than that one. I know more like, You're, hey, that processor and RAM combination is better than We're not better. tech equipment guys. Yeah, I'm not tech equipment guys. I'm not like horny for podcast uh you know, setups. I'm not, you know, I don't have like a Pinterest board of ideal pond podcast setups or shit like that. No. Just dim the lights, check out. Oh some yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <boy. laughs> Sending them over to my girlfriend. Like, oh yeah, this one. Oh fuck. Yeah. This one looks nice. Hey, let's try this this weekend. Yeah. Let's try this this week. I'm going to new, new setup, new, new mic sleeve. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Let's send this one over then to Mr. 300 himself, Kevin Crowley, the big cat. All right, we are here at LaxCon 2020 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Paris of Pennsylvania, and uh, also the lacrosse mecca of the world. We got the big cat, Kevin Crowley, on the mics recurring. This might be your third time on the show, so you're probably leading leading the league in that one. But uh, All right. you're also uh, you know lead, getting up the, uh, the the leaderboards in terms of career goals in the NLL. 300 tucks last night. Not not too shabby of a goal either. It's uh you know those fucking assholes at Sports Center might not have picked it up on it, but uh <laughs> you know three hundred was a nice one. So how's uh you know how how are things been going since the last time we talked to you? I feel like that is just me having nine seasons under my belt and getting old. You know, it's just uh, when you say it like that, three hundred talks. Uh, yeah, it's nine seasons, man. I'm I'm the old guy now. It happened so quick. It's sad. Yeah, well, I, you're. Yeah, I mean, you're a you're a Vancouver guy, or you know, so Western yeah. kind. So it makes you a hockey guy. Like Mark Recchi, he's a guy. He's way up there on the leaderboards in terms of career points and every. But he played like 45 million seasons. So all you have to do is just keep that body in line, and and you might uh, you know, you, you might be chipping away there at the top. I hope so. You know what? If I can get to a thousand, I can call it a career. Thousand points total, not not a thousand goals. I'd have to play till I was 70. If you got to a thousand points, where are you at right now? I think I'm six hundred something. All right. So if you get to a thousand points, I think whenever that you finally get that final point, you gotta like take take the jersey, take all the pads off, and just just, and just walk walk straight (laughs) off. Be the first uh, on-field retirement uh, in the NLL, right? Yeah, as far as I know. Hey, that's great for branding. Uh, (laughs) The wings this year, the boys are confirmed buzzing. So it was uh, a tough go for you guys. I mean, you joined the team a little bit later in the season, but a lot of of one-goal losses. And, uh, you know, last night you guys put a nice little shit pumping on on Vancouver. They probably could have used Biz Nasty in that one, so I'm not sure why they didn't (laughs) give them that contract. But, uh, I mean, now you guys are, what are you, three and one now? So just racking together some wins. How's, you know, how's, is, is it well, they, like, is they, it like a different? They pumped us last year. They, you know, it was an ugly game. I was just watching film the other night. We were there up like 9-1 at one point. I think they won 18-10. to 10. So we were on the receiving end last year. I think we felt like we had, uh, we owed them one. And you know, that's tough travel for them, obviously, coming to the East Coast. And, you know, home opener. And you couldn't ask for a better victory like that. But is there, like, is the team just, do you guys like gel a little bit better this year? Or is it just, you know, some guys who were playing their first year of yeah, NLL last year? Like, are you guys just getting after it, you know, post-game? Maybe maybe a little bit of a closer <laughs> team? Yeah, that could be. I think, uh, you know, we lost a lot of one-goal one games last, uh, last year. And we added some pieces that, you know, push those games in our favor now. And obviously, Higgy and goal there, standing on his head and keeping us in the game. So... We got some uh, some really good pieces that we've added, and I think that's contributing to our success so far. 
with the amount of like short-term contracts that go on in the NFL, you know, a guy playing a year here, year here, a year there, moving all around, do you find that it's hard to get that chemistry going with some of the new guys, or do they come in and just kind of uh, kind of accept how the things are and you know adapt to the system? Yeah, it's something I've probably come to understand a lot more as I've gotten older and gone in through the unrestricted free agency. And a lot of it's, you know, people, sometimes people want to move home closer to their families, especially in a sport where you're not getting paid a full-time salary. Uh, so, you know, you hope you have a team that, you know, people see, even if it is a short-term contract, they see that, you know, this team can be successful. They enjoy playing. Uh, you know, Philadelphia, you get treated like, you know, like an actual professional sport that gets paid full-time salaries. So, um, you know, you hope they have a great experience and they want to stay here, and you hope that people want to come play for Philly because they see the success you're having. All right, so you mentioned a couple times now you're getting older. Yeah. So your game's evolving on the field for sure. But the, the most important thing that I've noticed, your fashion game is evolving as well. So I, I don't know, uh, by, by the time that this one comes out, maybe everyone has seen it on social media, but you showed up to the game last night and the suit, the hat game, everything was just, it was flawless. You know, you're looking like, looking like a young Cam Newton out there. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> but so talk, talk us through that one a little. Are you, uh, is, is, is this something in your game that you've really been, you know, looking to make any adjustments on or is this just maybe, maybe a few new uh, Christmas presents? That, it's the Christmas presents. This is a one and done thing. Uh, home opener, you have to dress, have to dress your best, and uh, you know that's really my the best clothing I had in my closet. So, you know, unless I was to wear the same thing every single game, which is more of a road move, where you know different eyes on, like people don't really see it all the time. Yeah, that's about as good as it's gonna get. I got a lot of heat for that too. Who, who's who's the best and worst dresser on the team? If I had to imagine, if I had to take a guess, I'd imagine Rambo probably sucks at dressing. He wears red socks out there, which are fucking you know terrible. Can you can you please can you please tell him to red socks the red the red socks? Man, are, I have no idea. I got cheered for wearing gray shoes yesterday. Marzi was all over me, telling me that that would he would spray paint his shoes white before he stepped foot on the floor with gray shoes on. Come on, man. See, I'm not into the, the style thing. Is I never was my thing. I had one, you know. I didn't even know if like I can Listen, call you last can't, night's you can't dress say, a success. You can't say that you're not a style guy when you wear a hat like yeah, that. Yeah, but I got that roasted. Ma- that's no. just a hat, and I like, and that's laziness. I, th- I thought it I don't looked, have to do anything with I my hair. It, I thought it looked good. I appreciate I th- that. I thought that it looked. I thought it looked great. You I thought what? you walked There's into the so stadium looking like a million bucks, and then you played like it. What do you have? A hat trick? Had a hat trick. Not a big deal. That's not a big deal at all. So, you know, you've already mentioned that you're the team dad now, uh, being being as old as you are. How did you feel last night when the refs pulled the boys apart? Because oh, as man. as a dad, you know, you want to see your, your your boys get into it and, you know, defend their own, right? Yeah. I, I think the whole crowd was immediately upset about it. Um, Let's just, for the record, Kevin Crowley, the big cat, not a real father. So for anyone out there who's looking for alimony money, don't come to Kevin. <laughs> That's right. Correct. Uh, disclaimer there. Thank you, Jordy, for the disclaimer. The whole crowd was immediately upset about it. We were upset about it. Uh, would, did the ref say something before the game, or was that kind of just like a spur-of-the-moment type deal? Because it's our understanding that when the boys want to chuck knucks, the boys want to chuck knucks. Yeah, I wanted to see it too, and especially because of that guy that uh, Waiter was about to pummel. Uh, you know, he was causing some 
crap earlier in the game, it would have been nice to see them go. You know, I think it's when probably like the progression of the league where it's going. But if they had to just not step back and took off their buckets, if they had to just gone for it, they would have been fine. But they step back and like you get the whole, uh, what is it, grandstanding they call it? Yep. You know, taking the pads off, get the extra penalty. Start circling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But it, you want to sell tickets, let the boys go. I think this might have been something that we talked about the last time you were on the show, where you don't have a fight in your career yet. So, no, I'm, 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 I'm almost positive that we talked about this the last time you, we were on the show, and you made a point that you said that you would try to get in one. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. People don't want a shot at the big cat. That's all. Actually, I tried to fight one guy uh, earlier in my career, and he wrestled me to the ground. It ended up being a wrestling match, and I was like, he said to me after we were at the bar, he's like, oh, yeah, I got concussion issues. So, like, the, I was like, come on, man. That's, what? I'm just I'm trying just to like, get a fight I'm under my belt, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in line for the Lady Bing right now in, right. A, in a career. I'll get more sportsman-like player of all time. All right, well, I'm going. So the, let's let's do this: a thousand points or first career fight, whichever one happens. Yard sale, walk <laughs> off onto the sunset. Big cat, see you later. So I, I right same now, game maybe the same game. Score the thousand point, thousand points. Start dropping the pads, and then just grab someone. Whoever's whoever's closest. All right, well you're here to hear first. Uh, <laughs> that is a crease dive exclusive. Kevin Crowley to retire from the NLL. When he either gets in his first career fight, scores a thousand points, or maybe it'll happen simultaneously. So, Kevin, uh, congrats on the career, and uh, you know we, we look forward to your next venture. But yeah, maybe uh, you know just put some put some tin foil on those knucks and, and and let them fly for the rest of the season. Just sack up, right? Just sack up, close your eyes, grab someone, yeah. throw them, and maybe fight maybe fight Rambo the next time he throws on Red Sox. <laughs> Rambo would be an easy fight. A big head like his, how would you miss it, right? <laughs> you heard it here first. All right, thanks to Kevin for hopping on. And, uh, yeah, like like he said there, uh, you know, he has about, like, 400 or so more points before he retires, and, and that's, you know, when that does happen, I just make sure that everyone credits the crease die for breaking that news beforehand. If you don't give us credit, we will come to your house, beat you up, and uh, at least tell your mom. Uh, and with that, we should send it on over to, to Tahoga. Nanticoke. Clean off your. Speak into the mic. I'm sorry. Speak into the oh, mic. Are we, are we going? Are yeah. We yeah, we're live and all that's in there. Fucking okay, asshole. Uh, but yeah, we are LaxCon and uh, LaxCon 2020. LaxCon 2020 in Philly, and we are joined with Dehoga Nanakoke. Some of you might know him, some of you may not. He uh, goes to a little school called Albany and uh, does a little thing called scoring just a shit ton of goals on the regular. Uh, Hoax, great to have you here. And the, the biggest thing that the people want to know right now is GMH running it back for 2020 at Lake Placid. Repeat, automatic, let's go. Same team, we're going back. Championship's the only thing on our mind. Uh, can't wait to get back with the boys and uh, get after it for a fun weekend in Placid. You, you've played in a couple big games in your career. You've played in a Final Four, but where does where does that Placid Championship rank in terms of uh, 
just some of the biggest biggest games you played in? Wow, Lake Placid, that championship game. I think the semifinal was more of a championship game. Um, no disrespect to whoever we played in the gold, but that semifinal game uh, was a big game for us. And um, I think the only thing that got me through that weekend was a piece of your heart. Um, great song. If you haven't, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. But um, that's definitely up in my top five um, biggest games for sure. I played in a lot of championships with uh, indoor and stuff, but that Lake Placid is definitely in the top five moment. Yeah. We'll just we'll get some beers on the sideline, cheer on hoax, and just yeah. tell everyone else to yeah, kind of get out of the, the way. The refs at um, Placid aren't great, so they're going to need a talking to, for sure. Well, that, you know, I want your life because I specialize in talking Okay. I, I, I don't like to talk. Uh, I don't do that very often, but if I do, it's definitely for a good reason. So I'll definitely like to listen to you talk some smack to the refs and whoever needs it, I guess. I can do it for you. All right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, right. you official. Yeah, the Hoga, the Hoga's never said a word out there no. before in his life. Ne- never once had any shit to talk to a defenseman. Uh, but sometimes, though, that this season, you might be a little fired up because all I see on Instagram every single damn day, without yeah. fail, the Hoga Nanakoke just crush it. No free ads here, by the way, but crushing bang energy drinks. So uh, I, what, what I need to know right now is, like, are, can we be sure that your heart is, is going to make it through the whole season because you're just pumping it with Bang right now? Or is that just the nectar of the gods? That's, I don't know what to say. Bang energy uh, gets me through my day. Uh, I really need a Bang to get me get me started. It's my coffee. I don't drink coffee, so, bang, well, I should drink coffee, but Bang energy gets me through my day, and uh, I don't really think my day starts until I get a Bang. That's a great promo right there so uh maybe once you graduate and you know and you're you're finally out of the grips of the ncaa bang talk to them but uh that we still have a couple years until we can do that walmart you can get four bangs for five dollars and fifty cents that's an incredible deal that's so that that's where i that's where i have to go for my bangs other than that the store in the campus center at albany it's like 330 for a bang at walmart a singular bang is like 225 at GNC, it's like 218. So, just like to buy the four packs of Cherry Blade Lemonade is my favorite. So, <laughs> it's, you it's, 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 yeah, me too. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta scouting report on bangs all, all around I, I need, the Albany I area. To, I need to know where my bangs are coming from. And, uh, if I don't have a bang in the fridge, I definitely make sure to go get one the night before so I can start my day when I wake up. Yeah. You're, you're also a big Chipotle guy, oh. it looks like. Chipotle's uh, my line. What's, what's, what's the, what's the, uh, the go-to order? All right, ready? I need a vinaigrette. Speak, speak into the mic. Okay. I need a vinaigrette, a wrap on the side, a bowl. Uh, brown rice, okay. double steak, okay. little black beans, not not much, not a big bean guy, uh, mild, uh, only a little bit mild, but um, sour cream, cheese, and uh, lettuce. Do you go to guac? No guac. Chips? Actually, oh, I go chips, but I had, uh, my girlfriend got me a bowl yesterday, but it had guac on it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. They, do, they do often overload it, yeah. so most of the mouthful is water. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's different for sure. Like I I'll, I'll eat avocados with breakfast, like with eggs, just like yeah. straight up. But when it's all like, it's just a different texture, and it's I'm not sure how I feel about it. Well, so you said you had the wrap on the side. Do, oh, do so, you do so, you wrap your own burrito? Oh yeah, for sure. How's your wrap game? Uh, not great. Definitely definitely needs some work. If uh, someone knows how to do it better than me, can you please show me? Because my wrap is I put like a quarter of my bowl, a little bit more. So like I get double steak, so I got a full full load of steak on there. Yeah. And then um, Ho- Hoax is a big meat guy. Oh, huge meat guy. I um, I, I feel like when you got a wrap on the side, it's like more filling. It feels like it's more filling. So it's it's more of a mental thing when it comes to me eating Chipotle. It's it's for sure a veteran move, but I'm I'm always too afraid to do it because I know that my rap game sucks. Like I watch them behind the counters. Oh yeah. Bunch of wizards back there. I mean, this is the first time hearing this. This is like groundbreaking to me. You've so, never no, you've never, never known to order a wrap. Chipotle's my line. I would I would say that you're he's not necessarily on the forefront. You're way way behind. That's yeah. You're uh, definitely behind. behind. Yeah. Yeah. See, Chipotle is like my go-to because it's it's fast, it's good. Are you a, are you a Chipotle before a game type of guy, or is that gonna make you shit on the field? It's a it's a There's a lot of guys who need to push. I, don't, I never said this. They need to have like a full stomach before they play. Other guys don't. Other guys do not. Um, it depends. What time's the game? Seven o'clock game? Let's, no, let's say let's say it's. Let's, 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 let's go wrench in your plans and say it's an eleven o'clock game. In the morning? Yes. Nah, like a, like a Saturday 1 p.m. game. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a typical. So a Saturday 1 p.m. game, I'd probably just wake up and have a big breakfast. Yeah. Like, uh, probably get a nice breakfast. 1 o'clock, gotta be at the arena, or 1, I gotta be there by 11. I'll probably wake up, have a big breakfast around 9, 9.30. All right, so then let, let's say like a Tuesday, Thursday, 7 o'clock game. Um, I'll probably, I can't eat too close before the game. Uh, that's like I, like I can eat. Uh, I'll probably try to get a big meal like four hours before. Like let my, let my food settle. It's ample digestion. Yeah. yeah. So like, eh, it's around there. Uh, real quick, let's let's talk about your boy Connor Fields. You played with uh, your freshman year. Skinny. Crushed it. Year one of the PLL. I need to know right now if, if if you get a chance to either play with or against them again, are are you gonna be able to to outshine number five? Uh, five, you can't really outshine that guy. He's a unreal player. He's, um, I don't know some of the stuff he does. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, it's like, it's he, like he what gets, are you doing? Like he gets fucking beat down while he's out there, and then doesn't it doesn't phase him in the slow. Oh, like he, he he's taking he's wax. Phased. He's wax. phased. Yeah, but he just doesn't show. Interesting. He's really, he's really calm. He's like, like he's like a. I don't want to. I don't know. Have, it, you ever, have you ever seen him come off the field and be like, just like explode about getting, just soaking so many checks? Uh, or do you just kind of like know you can tell like? Hey, I can, Connor, I can Connor's see it. Right Dude, I can I, see it. I think, I think he's a psychopath because like I, he's quick enough where I know for a fact. That he could avoid taking those checks, he does anyway. but he just goes right after them anyway. So I think he's like a sick bastard who almost enjoys the pain. Yeah, I feel like you have like, like I like it, and I feel like it gets like you have to get hit to get into the game. You you do the same. Like I, I'll see Lyle do it also, where you'll yeah. just like stand there and like, ha- have yeah. that stick in your and then just like 
soak some of those checks, put a little like sick bastard smile on your face, and then take it to the rat. You guys are all sick fucks. Like a quick. Speaking of that highlight, though, the only highlight that I've seen, and they're bringing it back, it made, it made a uh, a recent go around was the one of Bombberry coming through. I posted it. it. Did you post? I posted it. Post it. Okay, because I I wanted to know, did you have any animosity after getting hit? What's that word mean? Like, uh, uh, was it hard, hard feelings? Yeah. Were, some were, you, were you pissed off? No. Were you like, no, that was no. a good one. It's the cross. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So, so, there are tons of people talking about how you know, like, yeah, looking or like. I knew, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I seen it. I was, it was definitely my fault for trotting down the field like that. Like, (laughs) I was, I kind of, I knew it was coming, but, so like, you know when like, uh, that's dumb. So when you're celebrating going into touchdown, you got those long steps. Yeah. That's kind of like how I was running, kind of. I didn't think he was going to come in with that, but I knew he was coming to lay the body. I grew up playing with Tice, so I knew I knew what he has. And he's definitely tried that in practice for the arrows a few times, and he just got the better of me that time. It's, it's lacrosse. It's going to happen, but no. Great highlight. No, yeah, I love it. It's literally, I'm, I'm going to post it probably before every final. Final finals hitting me like... Boom. Sometimes, sometimes you find yourselves on the tracks, and the train comes through, and there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, just gotta, can. just gotta get back up. And uh, oh, that's pretty cool that we get the, they come to us. And uh, I know, I know, Albany's gonna ball out, and like they always do. Every every game we have a really big crowd. Right. It's gonna be great. Hey, right, 2020, the Danes getting back on the track. Roll Danes. Roll Danes. Hoax, thanks for coming on. Yep, appreciate Recurring guest, probably like your fourth or fifth time coming on now, so yep. big Crease time. Dive. Yeah, all right. Oh, crease dive, let's go. Bang. <laughs> Bang energy. All right, thanks again to Dehoga for coming on. And yeah, I mean, 2020 could definitely be the year of the Danes, but no matter what, you can see Dehoga repeating at Lake Placid as another champ in, in the summer of 2020. Um, but yeah, so great guy, Roll Danes, Scotty Marr. Would love to see him back at Final Four weekend. So got to figure out a way to make that happen. And with that, we should send it on over to our final guest this week, Joey Keegs. All right, still here at LaxCon 2020, and we are joined by a very special guest. We've got uh, Joe Keeks on the mic. So, so Joe, I'm pretty sure this is your first time on the pod. Uh, it's been a long time coming, though. We've, we've been trying to have you on, and, you know, we, Jake and I, we keep saying, like, hey, if, if we want this podcast to be a little legitimate, we need someone smart to talk to us about some numbers, some stats and all that. Like, we just don't have the brains for that. We try to get you. You're a little too big time for us, but you're here now. So, uh, you know, just thank, thanks for finally coming on. I'm a recurring guest now, literally. This is my second time. Yeah. I'm a recurring guest. Well, you, good. you work for us now, so you have to come on whenever we say so. Um, 1099, so tell the IRS. Yeah, send that right over. Have fun when it comes to tax season for that. 1099s are the absolute worst. If you do give someone a 1099, you're a terrible uh, boss. So hopefully, Paul and Mike, if you're listening to this right now, you didn't 1099 our boy Joe Keegs. But no, Joe, <laughs> what, what you do in the lacrosse world is huge for guys like Jake and myself who, again, like, 
Yeah, like in our, in our skull is a, a big giant bowl of applesauce. Uh, we can talk about you know why players look like assholes if they're wearing colored socks, but we can't talk about the numbers. That's where you come in, but you do it in a way where it's you're you're not a nerd about it, which is which is great because it you know you you do the number, you put all the numbers out in a way that guys who have idiot brains and, and worm brains, uh, we, we can like say, oh, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense, and now we feel smarter. Um, so what, what got you into being this, this crossover, nerdy, but also accessible brained kind of guy? Lacrosse guy's nerd, yeah. I've always been a nerd, right? That was my role. Um, I've been involved with pro lacrosse since college. I interned for the Cannons there and pretty much the big thing that jumped out to me right is like the difference between a player like Paul Rabel versus like Matt Posca at the time where both of them might have a hat trick right Rabel shoots three for seven Posca shoots three for three he has the ball in his stick three times like those are such different types of shots how are we even comparing them as the same type of shot so the first thing I really wanted to do is like break out some shots into assisted shots versus unassisted shots, right? Like there's value in both skills. And we talk about it all the time in the NBA, like a creator like James Harden with like four perimeter players around him. Like you need both for an offense to work. You can't have six of one or six of the other uh, and expect your offense to perform. So that was a big thing. That's, that's really what got me into it. It's interesting that you talk about the parallel uh, to the NBA and other sports. Um, the one thing that I'd have to say about the PLL is they're trying to, and it may, that might just be like an engagement thing, they're trying to keep people talking about the PLL. So they, you know, like doing all these comparisons of, you know, this guy Gar- is James yeah, to Gar- Harden. Yeah. to Harden or something like that, which is, it's kind of, fu- it's kind of funny. There's really, there really is and there aren't parallels. Um, but is there anything missing from the PLL right now? Like a, like a stat that you would like to see more focus on. For me, I would like more I would like more focus on what happens after a cause turnover. Um, because to me a cause turn like a guys with the big with the most cause turnover, did that lead to a goal? Was it a successful clear that got returned back? You know, I think that for me that that's what I would like to see. I would like to see more focus on what happens after the cause turnover. Thoughts? I love that. That's absolutely something that so the way that we've tracked it, I, and I got a confession. We were talking last night about like needing a break after lacrosse season. Right after lacrosse season, I just went to Cafe Nero and was watching like five games every Saturday and just charting them. So the way we get it, our stats, right, we get them from film, like the same way pro football focus would. It's not like there's some database in the sky that we can just pull this stuff from. We got to chart it ourselves. So we go back, watch the film. Um, track the stats from that like attach variables to every shot every turnover and like we can see what happens next so we'll absolutely be looking into the cost turnovers because i think that's a huge thing in the league we saw so much transition more than ever with the shorter field and the shorter clock like you look at the best teams right the two worst defenses chrome and atlas were the two worst fast break defenses six on six neither one was too bad right they were around league average but fast break, they were just so bad. And that's where teams won and lost games. The two best fast break defenses made it to the championship game. One big thing that I'll elaborate on later, but just to tease it out, is uh, the Whip Snakes uh, early shot clock defense with 52 seconds to 40 seconds left on the shot clock. They were the best team in the league. Like They just got in the hole, did not allow good shots right off the bat. Part of that's 
off the face-off. Joe Nardello is so athletic. Like, there's no opportunity for teams to run on them off face-offs. They get in the hole after, like, defensive stops because they'll just sub their midfielders and let Rambo play four on six, you know, while they're subbing two guys off. Uh, but the early shot clock, that's the big thing I want to look at. Like, they essentially punted on fourth down, right, by subbing off their midfielders, just saying, hey, Rambo, go create something in the last five seconds if you can. Right. If not, we're just not going to let the other team beat us back. So they're punting on fourth down, which is interesting because we see more teams going forward on fourth down in the NFL and maybe more teams should be punting in the PLL. So like just just listening there, like what I love that you're able to do is like like you have all these stats and you're like tracking thing. You have all the numbers. But then, like, you're able to say, like, what those numbers mean and like what they indicate and how that's going to impact the game. Like, the only thing that scares me, like, when it comes to, like, like I, I look at baseball, and, like, there are just, like, so many assholes in baseball where it's, like, they're just looking. It, they, they won't even give a shit about the games. Like, they're just, like, looking at the stats, and they think, like, that tells the whole thing. Um, and, like, that that's what, like, like I'd be, like, a little worried about lacrosse. Like, you're going to have, like, those, like, dads who are coaching, like, a youth club team who, like, they don't really know much about the game, but they're, like, oh, well, you know, this, this stat – that you know joe keegs had like this stat right here says that we should be and it's like well buddy you don't really know like what that stat means so like i think what what you're doing though with the pll by you know like you put the you put the numbers out there but then you also have the write-ups where you kind of like explain like yeah like they're they're numbers but they actually mean something um so like where do you think like like what do you what do you think the step is to make sure that we don't have just asshole across ads out there being like Ah, uh, well, you, the percentage of, you know, such, I don't even know, like, what numbers to throw out there just because, like, I, I, I can't keep track of anything besides uh, my goals and turnovers, but which are both one's low and one's high. You, you can figure that one out on your own. Uh, but, <laughs> but just, like, I don't know. I, I think the way that you package it is awesome because, again, accessible. I, I would say super good and accessible is how I would describe, describe, too, describe right? your brain. No, no, your brain. My yeah, my Su- brain. Yeah, super. And by like saying super good, that kind of take any compliments. Th- yeah, my brain. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna retweet compliments, but I'll listen to them <laughs> on the podcast for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, but I think though, like we we need more people like you that because like there are gonna be people like you who can like figure out these numbers, like just you know guys who have like a calculator can you know you do more than a calculator, but you know what I'm saying. Guys yeah. can like figure out stats and stuff. But then what you're able to do. By like, and a lot of lacrosse people too are like so nervous about like making comparisons to other sports. Like you're gonna have like lacrosse peers that are like, "Well, lacrosse is big enough. We don't need to compare it to punting on fourth down." But when you do it, it makes total sense in my brain. So like, I think we need more people like you that are able to be like, "Yeah, like the numbers are important. Let me explain why they're important." And if we need to make some comparisons to other sports, it doesn't mean it's because lacrosse sucks. Yeah, I mean there are other sports who are doing great stuff, and we can like copy some of that and bring it in I think basketball is the one big thing that from an analytics standpoint it just makes sense like spacing wise and some of the stats like to avoid what you were talking about with those baseball numbers where a player can just be reduced to a number I think the big thing is just avoiding all-encompassing numbers that try to like add this and subtract this and uh, like aggregate everything and like just attach a numerical value to a player that's great for like a like a hot take but it doesn't really tell you much. Like, there's so much nuance. Again, like, to go back to the Rabel versus Posca thing or, like, a player like Connor Fields versus Miles Thompson, like, two teammates, they do completely different stuff, you know? So you can't 
rank them on like a linear scale they're like both there's just so many things like there are things that Connor Fields does better than Miles Thompson and there are things Miles Thompson does better than Connor Fields and that's why they work as teammates if that makes sense no, I, I totally agree I think that the dehumanizing yeah we want to keep you know we want to avoid how do I how do I say this we want to avoid doing what the NBA and other sports have done by reducing some of these athletes to their numbers like again I mean this is very specific to basketball but like Kevin Durant was has been reduced to numbers James Harden is often reduced to numbers like you know Every now and then I'll see a tweet. I don't really follow basketball all that much, but, you know. Shout out to the Hawks. Yeah, shout out to the Hawks. You're all dead to me. Um, yeah, ever since they, fu- they gave fucking Joe Johnson. I, I, I went on a tangent about this last night. They gave Joe Johnson like $125 Go million. Go off, $125 million, <laughs> and then they gave all that money to Dwight Howard. It's like they never want Atlanta to win anything or be good or whatever. Worst city in sports. I'm, I'm terrified to, to tell anybody I'm from Atlanta because they'll be like, whoa, with the Falcons or whatever, but. Joe Keeks, what are the numbers if you, if you crunch them down on Atlanta winning a uh, major professional sports championship in the next five ten years? Just a swarm count, or is that Gwinnett County? Yeah, just, they say the Georgia swarm. It's not the Atlanta Georgia swarm. swarm. So it's the it Georgia does. It hits swarm. different. Yeah, yeah, it does. It hits completely different. I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, the fact. major Atlanta teams. Uh, I have no. Are the Braves good? I don't know. I don't. I don't care about That's baseball. That's their best chance. The Falcons. I, I've are. heard that once they, but once the postseason comes around, uh, the Braves always shit out. So, okay. yeah, I feel like Makes the Braves. The Braves did that thing, like the same thing the the Buffalo Bills did, where they were like nasty, yeah. nasty, yeah. nasty, and they had like nothing to show for Tom it. Tom Glavin. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Shout out Bill Ricca. Lacrosse town. Huge lacrosse town. I don't know how we play baseball there. Interesting. Coward. Um, <laughs> but what I, but what I back to, but originally after I got off, uh, but before I got on my, you know, brainworm tangent, what I was saying was that you know we we definitely want to avoid what the NBA what the NBA and some other sports have done by reducing guys to their numbers. Like you know that that's very telling to the Posca Rabel situation. You know, Rabel volume shooter probably I could say uh, Posca sniper doesn't mean that one's more valuable than the other. It's just how they fit in. And they fit very well together. So, you know, Joe, we love what you're doing, man. Um, you know, Jordy and I are, you know, are, are we're a little underdeveloped in the in the in the math category. Uh, I, I like. I mean, I have to fake it uh, to fake being an idiot sometimes. Well, you're uh, you're you're working on your second masters right now, so you're you 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 faked it like impressively well. Like you're you're the dumbest guy with a masters, two masters that I know. <laughs> I mean, I'll always have that. Yeah. So, Joe Keek, suck on that because you don't have two masters. So, I guess I guess Jake is currently – He's definitely smarter. Jake, I just watched way Jake's, more Jake's the smartest guy. Yeah, Jake's the smartest guy on this pod right now, uh, ipso facto. Um, the, the one thing that I really want to kind of hammer out right now, because um, there's going to come a time – when we can really gamble on the sport of lacrosse it's, it's coming soon um you know all the all the stats are getting tracked it, it's it's going to be here eventually so what i need to know right now and i need you to to be honest with me here i need you to be the guy who's going to tell me where to put because i i suck on my own so i i need a numbers guy to tell i i just need to make sure that we can run it through make sure everything's legal but i need you to be my inside man on on who to on who to go to so can we kind of put that put that in ink right now get the get the wheels working on that one 
I feel like you're better than me. What was your record in college last year? College. Yeah, run. yeah. College. I I have a good run every once in a while, but that like that'll that'll make up for like a, a terrible like eight month period. So, but yeah. So I I just you know I can just help you out. Yeah. yeah, I can help you out. That that's all I need. All I need is for you to like just throw me like one stat, and then I'll like latch onto that, and I'll be like sold on a bet. So, but I if I go into it on my own, I won't trust my own brain. I'll trust yours. We need Joe Keegs to be our, our gambling special, and then we're all just going to make a ton of money. Uh, lacrosse is going to make a ton of money. It's the sport of the future for a reason. We're all going to get rich, and it's all thanks to you and, and your fabulous brain. <laughs> I love that. I'm fired up. I'm ready, I'm ready for week one now. All right, and uh, if you guys all lose money on betting on uh, lacrosse, you can yeah, just blame. No, no, blame. Disclaimer. No, it's uh, all Joe Keegs, and it's not the crease dive. You heard it here first. Joe, thanks for coming on. And, uh, again, we, we do appreciate what you do for the game because when we do eventually – like when we do every once in a while need to bring up stats to kind of back up the, the nonsense that we talk about, it's always coming straight from you. So we appreciate that. Appreciate it. I'm glad I'm a recurring guest now. Yeah. I'm yeah. back on any time. Any, yes, anytime you anytime. want. Yeah. You can ask cool. us, in fact. Like, hey, right. I'd love to you, share something on the pod. We get to talk after the water dog's strapped. You, oh, you, yeah. you, you, can, you can live with me if you want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we'll see. Ever, I'm running on like 36 hours in Philly. Ooh, it's good so much. far. It's, it's yeah. been much for me, I, I must say. I walk into the airport, I'm like, you know, I, I consider jumping in front of the train sometimes. So sorry for the Philly people out there, but uh, people jump. People jump in front of them every day anyway. All right. Go water dogs. All right, thanks again to Joe for hopping on and uh, making us feel like real dumb, dumb idiot brains in the process, just being in his presence. Very, very intimidating. I mean, guys, sweet as could be, but when you're around someone that's smart, it's it's intimidating on the brain. Um, but yeah, so thanks to all those guys for coming on. And thanks to everyone this weekend at LaxCon. Um, you know, if, if you stop by to, you know, tell us that you enjoy the pod, uh, that means a ton to us. You know, we, we just... Uh, you know, we're just guys. Yeah, we're just we're just dudes, and it's good to know that you know you guys are are enjoying the shit that we're doing. So that makes it easier for us to do our job. Um, you know, and if you didn't stop by, whatever, we love you still. And uh, yeah, I mean, great weekend for the cross. Uh, it's a shame that it's moving away from Philly next year, but I, I've I've heard that people in Baltimore kind of enjoy the sport. Yeah, I mean, you would maybe. Well, I don't know if I've heard that. Yeah, well, it's like a Baltimore is like an up and coming hotbed for lacrosse. I, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's not that big. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if you if you really you know, there might in be the like grand a scheme of yeah, things, like a couple good uh, high school teams, and then like you know, but it's it's growing down there for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I you know I I love that for them. That's really good. Yeah, it's great to see the sport grow. Uh, but yeah, so again, thanks to everyone, and uh, we will see you. I mean, with the, the season's coming up, we're like two weeks away, so. Yeah, those first, uh, those, those, Joe was talking about it last night. He said, you know, he can't wait for the first, like, Vermont Furman. Yeah, Vermont Furman, 7 o'clock on a Tuesday game. He's just going to be glued to the computer in a coffee shop. And I was like, you know what? I'll probably, like, check out the score on my phone or something. But, like, yeah, I totally, I'm pumped for it, too. Uh, yeah. if, they, if there's any sick highlights, I'll be all over it. But <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm coffee shop. Uh, <laughs> watching the game material my girlfriend would be like what are you doing wow slick slick humble brag in there at the end that's that you right. have a girlfriend that's right um but yeah so seasons coming up we'll have some uh college season previews uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks here 
And as we wait for the season to get here, we will be keeping it low to high to the day we die. We out.